This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugga. I'm joined this week by my co-conspirator, Sebi. What are you saying, Sebi? What's good? What's good? I'm good. I'm good, bro. Uh, the season's a week away now. We'll get into that. But before we start, I've got to do the usual. Um, I was going to say plug the socials, but I'm not even going to plug the socials. It's straight to business. Unless you've been living under a rock, we have got a live show on Sunday, the 4th of September. Some of you thinking, hold on, why does that date ring a bell? Uh, we're playing Arsenal. Uh, we're going to be at Belushi's in London Bridge from 1.30 to 8pm. So we'll have Chelsea versus West Ham, the 2pm game, and then the 4, 4.30pm game, us versus Arsenal. So Mugga Mafia, I need you there in full force. Um, we've got a week of early bird tickets and, yeah, not even trying to pull our own legs or toot our own horns, but they're going really, really quick. And, yeah, going by human nature, tend to look at the early bird ticket, knowing you're going to the event, but not buying it. Uh, and then when the early bird ticket goes you end up buying the same ticket for a tenner so if you're coming down grab your ticket bring a friend there'll be food there'll be drink there'll be all of us um we haven't had one for a while so looking forward to it so sunday the 4th of september september belushi's in london bridge see you there Muga mafia anyway yeah with that being said <laughs> i'm even actually looking forward to that game to be honest I, I don't know how the hell that's gonna go but yeah. um yeah this has been our lot the last week of our preseason, and we had two games in a row this week so on the Saturday, we played Atletico Madrid, uh, a 1-0 loss. Yao Felix doing his thing. And uh, yesterday, we played Rio Vallecano. Um, yeah. And we drew 1-1. So, just wanted to have a quick overview, because I think we've seen quite a bit of this team in terms of what Ten Hag is trying to achieve. Um, but just wanted to get a quick overview of, based on what you saw of, of the two games, Seb. So, firstly, the game against Atletico. Um, obviously, knocked us out of the Champions League. Um, they're the best team on paper that we've played so far. 
Um, mm. What did you think of the performance? I think it was good, man. I think, as I said, did like, with, yeah, I think it was all right, bro. Like, I think, like, what it is, you have to take, like, the performance and um, I don't take the performance, like, and look at it holistically. I look at, mm. like, sections of, of the performance, like, you know, certain things that we're trying to do, certain things we're trying to implement and how well we do that. Because what we have to obviously understand is, one, you know, he's only had, what, six, seven weeks with the players mm. to implement the style. Two, um, you know, he's got he's, he's, he's got a couple of new signings who, who definitely need some bedding in. You know Martinez is going to be first choice um, uh, left centre-back. You know Ericsson's going to be in, in, in a mix. I don't know what's going to happen for sure. And Malaysia... Also, Sancho wasn't there, but that's not an excuse. It's just me to say, looking at the patterns and the way that we played, there's obviously a clear improvement, right? But to the level is what we probably will think. Mm, we're not too sure how well these things are being executed. But also, what I do like about it, and this is why I say that I don't look at the, the, the performance holistically, I look at it in sections, is because you can clearly see that a lot of the times it's down to players' deficiencies, why these things are not working, rather than the actual tactics itself. I mm. thought like, um, like again, like Rashford and Malaysia started bright. I think Fred was actually starting like bright. But one thing that's reminiscent of um, Bruno's atrocious, but yeah, one thing that was reminiscent of like last season and has actually has been reminiscent of like every year post Fergie is. Actually, that's a lie. Not every year post Ferg. I'd say like post. I say like post LVG. Yeah. Yeah. It's rarely do we get games here yeah, that everybody plays well. It's only four, mm-hmm. half of the team playing well, three of the man playing well, like two man playing well. Everyone's playing shit, right? And what Ten Hag has to do, and he's got like a, a, a huge task. And again, it was reminiscent of it on Saturday. Is get to a, a level where every single player is at a base standard, right? So every player may say you are at six out of ten. When you step on the field, a bare minimum you're giving me is a six out of ten. You don't yeah. know that, right? And I think that's what he's got. That's his biggest issue is that you can get a Bruno performance like Saturday, and I'll speak to some people and they're like, it's just preseason. No, I've seen the same Bruno in. Right. In the season, it's not just preseason. The season, this is Bruno. Like people need to realize, I can't believe he's still got people advocating for him. Bro, I'm so shocked. Like it's absolutely insane. And yeah, that's Ten Hag's biggest, biggest, biggest um, goal is to get the standard of the players we already have at base level, and Mm. that's going to be very, very difficult. And like, obviously, like some of the comments are saying that obviously, like he's satisfied, which is obviously he's not happy, but. Mm. Um, you know, it's going to be something that they improve on throughout the season. And that's natural, right? Naturally, no no, no manager completely changes it in pre-season. It gets to like, it gets to like, let's say like October, November, and we start seeing, you know, the the the, the mm. role of the manager. So, yeah, man, I think, yeah, as I said, Saturday was reminiscent of that. Um, the, 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 the dropping levels was a bit too poor. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, it was a mixed match of teams. So, um, Saturday's team obviously didn't have the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo playing in it. So, that was a player that everybody was looking to to watch as he as he came back. And he played in the game against Rio Vallecano, uh, the 1-1 draw. What did you think of um, CR7's return? I think he was trying to, like... Approval point and like ish with like the way how he's trying to drop in. He's trying to basically pretend he was more saucier than he actually currently is. He's trying to be, do a bit too much. Trying to come in and link play. I'm like, bro, just chill, man. It's not you, bro. Like you're you're done. You put your past all of that, bro. Just like stay stay up there, bro. You, you, Who's just, he trying to fucking fool, blood? Trying to fool. You trying to pull the wool over our eyes, bro? Like, not us, man. Yeah, bro, you don't need to do all of that. Just stay, you know, in the box and stay like within the width of the twelve yard box and and um uh eighty yard box and just 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 operate in those areas. So I felt like it was doing a bit too much. What I will say though is historically United have always found problems against Spanish teams, and that's forever, 
right? That's that, and that's actually quite funny that forever, regardless if it was Atletico Bilbao, I remember when they pammed us to fucking dust. Uh, oh Herrera, my god, game of his life, Fergie, they fucking spun they, him out of his socks, they, bro. Hey, they destroyed us, bro. Like, even like the lower teams, yeah, and I, that's why I mentioned Atletico Bilbao is that the lower teams or the lesser known teams. Because of how technically sound everybody is and how they play the pattern, the way they play, they've always given us trouble. So that's why I was very interested in that match, right? I was very, very interested in that match. And again, like I felt like that was more of like the B team with like a couple of of, of additions. And I felt it, it done okay. Naturally, the last uh, thirty minutes when all of the youngsters were were on, I felt like we played way better football, um, which is interesting. Really interesting. The youngsters, they're fearless. Um, they play like they 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 play one and two touch, and um, they're not jaded, man. And it also they they because they've been in their academy all their life, and they have to be at a certain standard to be at their academy. They all have a base level of technique, which I think is lacking uh, in those midfield areas when it comes to uh, when it comes to um, our first team. But just mm -hmm. obviously. Oh, back on to, sorry, the Saturday match is there's a clear difference from when Ericsson came on for Bruno as well, yeah. which I find is very, very interesting. And I want to see what Ten Hag does. <sighs> this will be the making of, this will be the making of him because like, what, what are you on, bro? Like, are you yeah. going to, are you going to use my man? Um, are you going to use my man or are you going to just bring in Ericsson who's clearly a better player? Like, Bruno's just not it, bro. Like, it's just, there's no way, no how, man. Like, people are like, yeah, Ten Hag system in it. The best players are able to execute things efficiently, yeah? Bruno has never been that. He's a sledgehammer, and he's still a sledgehammer. What he's kind of doing well is working hard off the ball, but the I, need ball. My, I need my footballers to be able to play football, you know? 100%. I think, yeah, that one. that's one thing I'll give him ratings for, is his off-the-ball work has been really, really good. Um, but naturally, man, Bruno, Bruno will always work hard. But mm. when the ball comes to him, nine, well, about seven times out of ten, he's going to make a poor decision. And I think that's yeah. not good enough as well. When you're trying to sustain play, like the whole type, the, the type of player, the type of football that people like Pep, people like Klopp, and people like Ten Hag try to play, they all play different variations of the same type. And it's more so about you're trying to suffocate the opponent. So whether that's like Pep trying to suffocate you via the passing, right? Yep. And it's like, you know, the quick passing, and he's going to continue to rotate the ball, and he's just not going to give you no time. They're going to win the ball back. Whereas Liverpool trying to press you to death. And Ten Hag's a bit of like a hybrid of a bit of both, right? And what they're trying mm. to do suffocate you to suffocate you to death right so once you're once you once i've got you yeah once i once i'm suffocating you and i've i've got my my hand on your throat right and the ball pops up into a loose area you need to make sure that you've got players there that are technically sound to mm. make to keep the pressure on that means that they have to control the ball when it pops out and pass it again into those dangerous areas and you see that happen right. with um i think that was a mars goal which is we mm. press the ball up high, right? And I think Ericsson or Van der Beek might have collected the ball, right? So the first touch was good. They've collected the ball. They've continued and eventually we've got... No, that was yesterday, sorry. That um, For Ericsson's goal, I think similar thing anyway. We pressed the ball up high and then like the ball's kind of like gone through a few motions and we've got the goal. But what I've seen as well in this team is that sometimes the ball pops out because the team's booted it long because we've pressed them high and then a poor touch in midfield has happened and the team's got the ball again. That means that all of the work you've done to pin that team is come to Norville and then now all of your players are out of position because they've pressed the ball well, but the midfielder was not good enough to trap the ball and then continue to play. And I think that's going to probably be the undoing of us this season if we don't get any top midfielders in is... The first action is going to be great, but the second action in regards to sustaining and making sure that we get the ball again and and, and pop it into the areas to, to attack, I think that second action might be, you know, the, the undoing. It's, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to watch these these lot because, um, you know, fans are like, oh, what are your expectations? And I look at that team and I'm like, sixth is where I think I, I see us finishing and looking at the team yesterday against Rio, you had Tom Heaton in goal, Ethan Laird at right back, Varane and Martinez as a partnership, Tellers at left back, 
Garner and Van Der Beek as a double pivot, Chong, Eriksen and uh, Garnacho, and then Cristiano Ronaldo up front. Out of those starters, who do you think is going to start that first game against Brighton? I don't know if he's going to do that thing with uh, Martinez, that um, clock double with Fabinho, like letting him adjust to the speed and sitting him down. Like, But I think Martinez was really good, right? Yeah. He was very aggressive. And I think he should start. Um, I think Martinez should start, but I, I think that's... I, I don't know how likely it is because yeah. of pre-season with us. Um yeah, so well, he knows that he knows his system, which I think is is worth something as well, isn't it? And it is worth a lot, man. It's worth a lot. I think he probably plays, but maybe don't play all of the game. But yeah, him knowing the system is going to be great because he's pretty much a coach on the pitch, and that's why, as uh, I've said in previous pods, is I'm not opposed for him getting the core of these guys from people from like either teams he knows or pe- teams he scouted or players that's played under him. Like I'm not opposed for his core to be built like that because yeah. it just um it just like fast forwards that the, the whole process the of and it's and it's and it's good footballers he's not bringing in players who are of a lesser quality to well, do that sure. he's bringing in players that he knows they can come and they can play for this team so yeah I'm, I'm with you i don't particularly have an an issue with that approach and then Obviously, the game against Atletico Madrid, we had De Gea in goal, Dallo at right back, Lindelof and Maguire as a partnership, Malaysia left back, Fred and McTominay, Duffel Pivot, McFucking Fred, Alanga on the right, Bruno behind Marshall and Rashford on the left. Um, what, what did you think about the guys on, on, on Saturday? I think, like, I mean, as I said, in spells, I think it was all right. I look at Dallo and he started preseason bright, and the big thing around him is consistency, right? It's like the type of level. So how we want to play is Dallo, you have to you have to be underlapping and overlapping. It's a very, very um intensive uh role that right back mm. area, that fullback area, but it has to be done and that's what opens up opportunities and that's what like you are effectively uh, a wing back slash winger um mm. in that in that position but also double up as a center mid right you might go into the middle and, and and double up as a center mid so it's a it's a very very like strenuous position and as the games in preseason have gone on i feel like there's been a lack of energy um slowly but surely right and yeah if we have to if we're going to get any success and this is something ten hag said about three weeks ago, is the left hand has always been strong for United. The right hand side has to be stronger. So we have so we have threats from both sides. And if we're going yeah. to do anything, we need to make sure that Sancho and Rashford are freed by our win backs to be able to do anything. So I just say that to say, you know, Saturday I think Dallow was okay. He was a bit underwhelming. Uh led no, Led didn't play. Led played the game after, but yeah, that Dallo was okay. Didn't, yeah, didn't you know? Didn't really do anything special. I think Elanga uh, is should not ever play for Man United again. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to tell people that this guy is not good, but yeah, like, yeah, he, he scored a couple goals, and people were like, are you sure? They let Ralph trick them. They let Ralph trick them. Yeah, but, um, yeah, is not good. Martial keeps dropping deeper and deeper. And there's a big yeah. thing, bro. See, this is what I'm telling you about. Speak man. on it. Speak on it. I keep telling these punks, bro. I tell these <laughs> punks, man. Bro, just chill, bro. We've seen Martial do this 10 million times. And it's just yeah. consistent. Now the games are going on. It's getting tougher and tougher. He's reverting. <laughs> are you regretting? Martial, don't fucking kill me. Bro, he's he's reverting back to time. No, he's already, already, bro. I knew this was gonna happen. Right? What's wrong with you? Bro? What the fuck? What, what's wrong with him, bro? Now I see people saying, "Marshall, I've seen him back." I'm seeing like my dude, man from Upper Pod do like four hours on Marshall. Like, I'm like, bro, just chill, bro. We've seen this guy do this before. Oh, my. In a row, bro. This guy don't shit about United, bro. And literally, he's like, his brain, bro. His brain 
his brain doesn't function in a way where it's like, all right, cool, I need to be hungry. And I'm looking at like looking at the goal like Nunes scored you, and I'm like, nah, man, we can't do this, bro. Bro, Nunes is hungry. Regardless, he's a hungry striker, in it. All these technical deficiencies or whatever, he doesn't yeah. have like Haaland, Mr. Sitter, but them man are Fucking hungry, hungry young bulls, man. They don't care about yeah, being able to do a step over and being able to have like a great touch or whatever. I just want goals. I just want fucking goals, bro. And this is what I'm trying to say. This is what we need up front. We need somebody mm. like a savage, bro. Don't care about no sides, no chips, no. Just where's the meat and potato? Where's the meat? I want, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no fries, no nothing, bro. Straight steak on a plate, bro. Straight, straight steak on a plate, fucking medium rare. I'm ready. I'm hungry, bro. I need, to, I need to eat, bro. And this is what I'm trying to say, man. That that it's the mentality change. But look at Nunes, bro. Like he, he knew that he obviously everyone looks at social media. He probably knows that the 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 the, the eyeballs are on him, and people probably banter him or whatever. But resiliencia, he said. During pre-season, you know, resiliencia. Bro, man's already talking about resilience already, bro. So, (laughs) bro, what pre-season game in, bro? He's already talking about resilience. So, you know the guy, bro, he's hungry. And it's so look at the first goal, good movement uh, that eventually ends up to be a handball. But the second Mm. goal is what impressed me the most, bro. The desire Mm. to get into the box and just, like, finish, man. Just get that diving head is... Finish, just finish the ball. The desire is something that we don't have, right? Mm. We don't have. Ronaldo has it, right? But there's too much fuckery around him. But the desire to get into the box and just score goals, it, it it's, it's, it's a it's a next type of level type of striker. And that's why I'm saying that yeah, he can't play. Like Marshall's just not it for me. I'd rather him and him and Rashford on the left hand side. You man, do it up, right? You man, do it up on the left hand side. And then get that Sesco youth, and then him and Ronaldo up top, and then on on a right wing get Sancho, and then get you know a left footed uh, right wing or player model, one of them. But yeah, Martial's my main striker. I just I, I just can't do it. Mister um, Mister Sitter, if that was against if that was against Fulham, he's lobbing the keeper, man. Bro, the guy's small time, man. Bro, bro, he's he's proper proper small time, man. He's he's, pro, he's proper small. I can't I can't do it, man. I genuinely can't do it. Mm, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think um, we can talk. We can go on to talk about transfers. So obviously, the Frankie De Jong saga goes on. Um, they're fucking playing him at centre back now. Um, I, I don't know if you saw comp, and it's like <laughs> he was passing it to Barca guys. I swear they were letting it go off. <laughs> no, them man, them man are a bit. Them man are in 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 cahoots, bro. They're trying to get him out. Yeah, he said to them. By like, hook or by crook, fam. Like Bernardo Silva, we need more of that, man. Frankly, yeah. Bro. We need to get rid of this so we can get Bernardo Silva. And obviously, Laporta's talking, the talk, we don't want to get rid, etc., etc. This one is going right up to the last day of the window. It's fucking annoying, man. It's fucking annoying. Like, it's just so ideally, like, like, do you know what it is? It's like, bro, it's like a, it's a comedy show, man. He, Laporta obviously wants to save face and they want to, they want Barca to see, like seem like a strong and defiant force, and still one of the yep. you know top teams in Europe in regards to perception and everything like that. So yeah. you know they're 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 one of their you know they're they probably might be a, well other than, other than Coutinho, but he didn't play in midfield. Might be the one of their most expensive signings in midfield. Yeah, like don't work out, and United come and take them off you. It's, it doesn't look good. It looks like you're getting mm. bullied, right. Like especially when he's not on the transfer list, right? It's just that United get a new manager. The new manager wants that player, and we come straight to Barca. It doesn't look good. It doesn't, it, like it don't. It don't look good to the fans. It don't look good, you know. And he's already building up. He's building up the narrative in it. So you know, publicly saying we don't want to sell, but when he does sell, he'll say it's because frankly they want to take a pay cut. But ideally, really and truly, they could do with the money. In mm. this, like they don't want the money. They could deal with the money. The comments from today said that uh oh, Xavi wants more players, but yeah, before we do that, what we need to do is we need Get to sign <laughs> Yeah, we need to sign the players that we have and some players that we need to put the oh, yeah. He hasn't signed all of them, is he? That's what he said. That's what he said, bro. He said, like, we need to sign the players that we have and some players need to take a pay cut. 
<laughs> so he hasn't even signed the man, bro. So like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, he needs Young to go. Like, yeah, for squad space. Has Le- Lewandowski's been signed or no? I don't think he has. You know, fucking that club is so tapped, fam. I don't think he has. That club is so fucking tapped, man. Insane, fucking scumbags, man. So yeah, that's gonna go all the way to the wire. And then let's talk about the other the um further forward of the pitch. So um this youngster at um RB Salzburg, um Sesco, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Six foot three, six foot four, um wide forward who's obviously projecting to be a centre forward, mobile, very technical, can yeah. finish, has started the season well. Um we like his profile, don't we, Seb? I'm all in, man. I'm all in. I am all in. All of my chips are in the middle for this year, bro. Like, it's so funny. Me and Reams were having a debate um, about two weeks ago. You might have seen it. By the type mm. of strikers I like, because I was saying I don't want Memphis, right? Mm. And I literally described the Sesco you. I didn't know he existed. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was describing the type of, like, tall, tall strikers who's, who's got good technique, but also, like, great at finishing, but physically imposing, right? So, um... I was obviously talking about I like like Lewandowski, I like like mm. Harry Kane, Jeffo mm. back in the days. That was someone yeah. I really, really liked or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden this issues popped up and never knew it existed. And he's yeah. an archetype type of player that I want as my centre forward, bro. I need we you need presence. I need I need I need somebody that's gonna give people like Van Dyke a bad time, bro, like physically. Right, I mean, physically, like you're gonna give all these prem def- defenders a a bad time because, as well as it obviously opens up opportunities for yourself, but the players around you are now having an easier time because you're so much yeah. more helpful. Whereas yeah. we, strike, we have strikers that don't give centre backs a a fucking a, a fucking hard time, bro. Like, Two of them, you know, bro. It's just it's crazy. I don't think it's gonna happen though. I don't think so, man. I think it's far, few and far between. Obviously, I think it's also dependent on Ronaldo. Do you think he stays or do you think he goes? Nobody wants him. I think he goes unless somebody changes. I mean, sorry, I think he stays until so unless someone changes his mind. I mean, sorry, I think he stays unless like somebody, some team changes their mind and needs a striker. But like nobody wants him, or he would have already gone. He's too expensive. Atletico fans were creasing. Um, he's the thing is though, and this will remind me of our last season with him, to previous Ronaldo time, two thousand and nine. He stayed, but he was an absolute terror, man. Mm. Throwing strops all the time, hands in the air. Champions, League, Champions League final. He tried to win the game himself in the first ten minutes. Just kept trying to trying to shoot, and I think. Where we're trying to go in a completely different direction. I don't know if you saw the clips of one of the coaches trying to talk to him, and yeah, his body language was all off. Yeah, just, just attitude. I want him gone, to be honest. And we can't. I, get I, want, him, I want him gone, and I'm happy to re- rebuild with some young G's, man. Bro, um, I'm, I'm with you, man. Yeah, bring me the bring me the young G's that are hungry. Guys are just like hungry to score goals that want to mm. prove points. Like I want De Young because I'm sure he wants to prove a point. Like he, he's he's been ousted by his favorite club. Of course, he he's got a point to prove, man. I'm not a loser. You lot made the mistake. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. If he's got anything, bro. Yeah, like, if he's got anything about him, he will definitely want to. We're linked with Anthony again, another Brazilian that wants to prove that he's a top player. Apparently, he played really, really well over the weekend. Yeah. Um, like that Chesco guy. Of course, he'd want to improve that. He's, Prove that he's one of one of the best. You got Rashford that wants to prove that he, you know he's not washed. And you know last season was a blip, and he's got something to do. Martial's got something to prove. As much as I don't think he's good, I think he's got something to prove. And if he can't do it, can't do it. Sancho's got something to prove. Do you know what I'm saying after that last season? So I just want players that are hungry to have something to prove, man. That are willing to mm. just work for them, bro, and, and try their best, bro. And I think you know we've got Brighton um, on uh, on Sunday or something like that. Um, bro, what I want to see is just hungry players, man. We're starting to prove on the pitch. Yeah, no, you're 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 so right. I think we're in a new era, and you want that team to represent what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to get back to being a big boy in this league, mm-hmm. and you need not players who already think they're there and that's beneath them. You need players who are hungry, like you said, man. And sometimes that profile of mentality is more important than the other stuff, you know. And you look at this Nunes kid, he's not the best football technically. He's going to bag goals, man. He's going to score goals because he, he's not ramping. 
He's not here to oh, ramp at all, bro. Give, give, him, give him half a sniff, bro. He's got to be there. He's got to try at least get his head on it. He's got to be. He's a handful. He's a handful the whole for the whole defense, yeah, man. Let's get a handful, bro. That's that's yeah. That is all I want, man, and that's so sick. Just be, yeah. just be a handful. Mm. So obviously the, we've mentioned those are the obvious ones. Are there any kind of under the radar players that were potentially linked linked to that that you've been mm. keeping an eye on? I think other than Anthony, the Sesco guy, obviously it confirmed that John Murta went to go see Sesco's agent. Um, but then I just saw a link that Chelsea are linked with him, so that can get a real, that can get a bit sticky. But um, <laughs> Chelsea, they're linked with everybody, isn't it? Linked with everybody, to be fair. But um, I actually don't think we're linked with too many players. You know, I think De Jong is obviously a strong link, and that's like obvious, right? And then attacking wise, obviously Ajax have outpriced us for Anthony, saying they want hundred million, hundred million euros all in, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, so even like attackers wise, I don't think we're linked with anybody other than that Sesto yet. You and which is a bit worrying to be honest. Um, I, I'm hoping that United are working on something left field, like something, something. Yeah. Yeah, man, just hold it, hoping, but. Everything, bro, like, and to be fair, Ten Hag keeps saying, like, listen, I need some signings, man. So. Mm, cool. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We need we need more quality. So there's a few bits and pieces news-wise I want to talk about. Firstly, before I go on to the kind of high-level stuff, <clears throat> Ethan Laird, another loan to Watford Championship again. Um, I thought it was pretty bright yesterday. Um, what do you think of this loan? <sighs> I don't think he should go, man. It makes no sense. Like Wan Bissaka's played like one game. So how does that yeah. make sense? I think Laird has played more games in preseason than Wan Bissaka or played more minutes. Mm. I mean, that might be two. So how does that I don't know how that makes any sense? You clearly do not favour Wan Bissaka. How can all your hopes be on Dallow? It can't be Dallow or Bus because Dallow gets injured. What what you left with? Wan Bissaka's barely played. So like I don't know. Like I, I think there's two things around that, right? It's two things you feel like, okay, Laird is good, you want to send him out on loan. Um, and your hope is you can play one bissaka in certain games so you can build up his value and sell him. Or you have to keep him. You have to keep Laird, sorry. You have to keep Laird and let him be the understudy to one bissaka because as well as, like, I feel like Laird has some deficiencies, I feel like sometimes he over-dribbles. He's still, like, technically good. He's quite bright. He's a good attacking fullback. He's like a raw attacking fullback but he's got a good base to build on, right? And all it takes is, like, coaching for you to, for him to be a top player, right? He needs coaching of, like, he needs decision-making. He, he needs just a, a bit more improvement in some areas. But I definitely don't think uh, a loan is due, especially with the amount of games, the amount of subs we have. So, like, and some t- and, and fullbacks are attacking subs now, right, in this modern yeah. era. So, thinking about that, thinking about the amount of games we have, the amount of subs that we now have, with the World, mm. Cup, World Cup as well, how does it make sense for you to not keep another attacking fullback in the ranks? Yeah, but bizarre because he offers something that nobody else really does, right? So that's not keeping them around. I'm a bit, I'm quite confused if I'm being honest with you, Seb. So um, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, hopefully it goes well because you know Watford love to chop and change managers, and you yeah. know how it is when it's like a team that they're maybe at, at the top trying to get promoted again, and then he has a gets few funny. bad games or he gets injured, and then he gets dropped. I think he could have got a prem loan, um, but let's let's see how it goes. Let's let, let's see how it goes with Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing I want to talk to you about. So. Um, seems like Richard Arnold reached out to Sir Alex Ferguson, David Gill, Brian Robson as well. For Alex Ferguson has officially joined the board. Um, so they're all band back together. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, like when you're creating your board, right? Like, you, I, I, you know, you want people to obviously give you advice on like certain things. Um, what I'd love to know is what is Fergie giving advice on because he ha- he hasn't really been in the game for ten years. Mm. So like, if it's like what what are you advising on? I'm, that's a, that's the bit that I'm a bit confused. Like, what are they advising on? Like getting Manchester back to you know what it used to be. Well, football's totally changed, right? Yeah. It's not a man management game anymore. 
So if you're talking about culture, that's very, very hard to instill. That comes from winning. And because it's not a man management game, it's more of a tactical game. Tactical game. So you yeah. need to make sure that you're winning. You know, the players are enjoying their football. People can see visually what you're doing. And then eventually the culture kind of comes from that rather mm-hmm. than somebody who rules with an iron fist and is more of a man manager. So I'm confused in what he's going to be advising on. Um yeah. If it's players, again, I'm not sure because Fergie was a master at squeezing the life out of players that definitely weren't worth a penny, right? So, you know, if he's advising on players, I'm not really too sure about his ID in regards to that. Bro, man's like, you know, he's saying Tommy's going to be future captain. So, like, (laughs) we got to chill. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, we got to chill on that one. So, I'm just... Very you know interesting. He's wrong. Yeah, like you know the thing, like Fergie's eighty now. It's not it, man. It's not it. We love your grandpa. We do. We love <laughs> your grandpa. We do. We love you, grandpa. But come on, bro. Come on, you should bro. be chilling. You should be chilling. Oh. Like this is not you, man. But you you understand though. Like you mentioned in terms of having people to your board, sometimes it's just, the name holds a certain weight, you know. And it's sometimes some people are on the board and it's like, they're not really going to contribute much to the day-to-day, but having that name on the board just makes the board look more official. But it seems in this capacity, he's going to regularly catch up with him, David Gill and Brian Robson um, to kind of discuss all things United. Are they going to be talking about the spirit of United? Bro, but like even that like Brian Robson, bro, like, come on, man, like, what? Yeah, that's that. That's he's a club ambassador, obviously, so he knows the players and he's around. He was around on the preseason tour, of course. But yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm confused to be what honest with you. Players, are you going to be looking for like what are you like? You see, when like, trying to get players like trying to get players like him. Uh, like, yeah, bro, that's what I'm trying to say. And I think in this modern era, like you need like young outside the box people on your board, right? You agreed. need like young people that are tapped in that are like you know cognitively diverse rather than yeah. people that all think the same all come from yeah the they're same. all gonna come with the same chat about united the shirt you know back in my day that are like you know whether they're like somewhere at another club or they're a scout or something like that or somebody who's good or but is a young g but also knows the game mm. as like advice like who's next up like what should we be doing how do we how are we perceive like I think you know, they're, they're missing a trick by yeah. getting, like, some of the old school. I don't think it makes To be sense. honest, they should have kept Ralph around. Bro, Ralph... See, the thing is, if 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 we were Manchester City, right, mm. in regards to unlimited funds and, like, um, owner back chair, yeah. Ralph would be perfect because all those recommendations we'd, we would have bought, right, there'll be, like, no qualms and we yeah. just keep going right whereas like united are just run like the tightest business right mm. so ralph will be recommend recommending stuff and it's just it's just not gonna run like mm. and um i feel like someone like kim is not a good manager but his talent id is unquestioned right like from you know he's got history of like some of the best players like whether it's like Mane and you know or like even Haaland, like he's just Harland, he's got right. a fantastic eye for talent. All the players he was recommended, Diaz, Alvarez, players that have gone on to uh, our rivals, and we're oh, looking right. across envi- enviously, you know. And um, if we if we go on by Diaz and Alvarez, how 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 different does his team look? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Completely different. Completely different, bro. 
Completely, completely different. That's a that's a mercurial young striker. Um, in Alvarez, and then you've got Diaz, who's a live wire, bro. Hungry, hungry, fam. You talk about hungry. Like hungry. I watched the thing where they were. I think it was before. Maybe was it before the Champions League final or FA Cup final or something? But they went back to show his family. Still yeah. in the slums, bro. Still in the slums. I like, got a, yeah, you got trenches. a forty-two inch, but we're still in the slums. Still in the trenches, man. We're still in the trenches. So, so man can't even act like he doesn't know what time it is. You know, like oh. Mane went to fucking ban, and he was like, "I can't fail, bro." Like can't my village. Fail. Like if I fell, my village. Like we're fucked. Yeah. Like I, I got. <laughs> Like hundred bags a week. My village, hungry, if I don't bro. make it, my village is fucked. Like, hungry, how much money do they need, big bro? Real <laughs> hungry, bro. He's still hungry, and I love that. That's the that's the problem, bro. We ain't got nobody that comes from no village, bro. Other than Bay, bro. bro. Like, there's nobody that's coming from no village. That's 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 really really giving it that 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 their parents need that peas and that. Everybody's just so so nice, good man. Youth, man. Good use, man. Good use, man. Good use. Rashford has a bit of that mentality, though. To be fair to him, so yeah, no. um, so that's that's at board level. And then a couple of interesting additions. Well, one's a, one was a confirmation, and one was an addition. Firstly, Benny McCarthy of Porto, uh, Champions League winner, um, has been brought in as our attacking coach. Um, left field one. What are your thoughts? I think it's specific tra- striker coach. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. But- what, what I would say about that, yeah, is because it's so left field, there has to be a reason, right? Whether he was doing amazing work at another club and just nobody knew about it, right? Mm. And Hulk is so meticulous, according to, like, other people, that he was like, okay, we need this guy. Because yeah. other than that, I don't know why that happens. Yeah. Right? Like they, they, it, seems too, it has, it seems so random that it has to be purposeful. Like yeah, if it was like a bait it, name, then yeah. you could be like, "Oh, we've gone with a proper bait name." Who's yeah, obvious? Yeah. But this is so left field. It has to be, yeah, well thought out. I agree. Yeah, he must have been doing amazing work, right, for him to get this job because I don't even know where you make the connection with Ten Hag and Benny uh, and, and Benny McCarthy. Mm. I don't know where that connection comes in, and and, and then as I said too. Like Ten Hag was core cool of Ralph, and he and the board. I think it was less Ten Hag, man. I'm sure it was more the board. Eventually, uh, decided that they didn't want Ralph. Mm. I'm saying so. Like, if he's a cutthroat like that, um, and you even see Stephen McLaren talk about it the other day. It was like, if if coaches and players are not doing what they need to be doing, Ten Hag's gonna say something whether it's a coach or a player. So for him to be that cutthroat when it comes to staff and comes to players, I don't know Benny McCarthy just gets this because of nepotism or he just happens to be wandering around in the wilderness. I'm sure there must be something that, you know, people have looked at, something he's done, players he might have improved, something, you know, that nobody knows um, from, like, the outside that he's done to, for him to get this role. Mm, mm. Yeah, yes, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, okay, cool. So that's Benny. We'll see how that goes. Obviously, we've spoken about Martial. Um, so we'll see if there's any sort of... Because my issue with him is that he lacks the selflessness that is required of... Like, it's a... It's a it's a delicate balance as a striker. There's a selfishness and a selflessness. There's a selfishness that you're going to have to take lumps and bruises and get the kick shit out of you by the centre-backs. You're going to have to make runs that create space, which mean you may not even get the ball, but you're helping the guys around you create space for themselves. And then there's also the selfishness aspect where you're hungry, looking to make the end of chances, making that run that's a gamble. You know, that like, oh, at the back post and he gambled. Uh, and obviously, like, Gary Lineker, who was obviously a prolific striker in his days, like, you don't score that goal by making that run just once. No. You make that run a hundred times. times. You yeah. know? And it's what once or twice it will come off, but, yeah. you know, that's the that's what the gamble is about. So, um, no. it'll be I interesting to see what you can impart into Martial, because I think Martial needs to gain that. It's not always about being nicey-nice and nice touches at the halfway line. Okay. How are you punishing the opposition? How okay. are you helping your team to win this game? You understand what I'm saying? Bro, that's why I'm saying, like, fools are putting up uh, comps of dribbling. Like, I don't give a fuck if my striker can dribble, bro. I just want to know, are you mas- are you willing to bite your defender's face, bro? You got to bite his face, bro, and just be hungry. Like, are you, 
are you willing to just like crash everything, jump, go over the defender, elbows, everything just to just to win that ball, bro? You need to he needs to be like way more aggressive. And I mm. think like you know, if if I was like Martial, bro, and the thing is the difficult thing is is like some of the best strikers are instinctive, so you can't learn from them. Yeah. But I'd say like someone like Suarez. Suarez mm. is like one of my favorite strikers. That's genius. Bro. Like you can't teach that. Can't teach that. But he was also hungry, man. And he and he done like he his aim was to go to goal, right? Mm. He done it in a genius way, and he done it so aggressively. That's yeah, what, like even if you think of like remember like his goal against Norwich, like flicking it over or someone said and then volleying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So aggressive, just to flick and then volley. Like that is like n- no nonsense, bro. That's no no. I'm going straight to goal, whether it's from forty yards, thirty yards. This is uh, my aim is goal. Bro, and just to have that selfishness, to have that aggressiveness, uh, just to be that 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 aggressive, um, yeah, he, 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 Marshall needs to learn that, man. Facts, facts. So hopefully Benny's able to pass that down. And then the second one is Darren Fletcher, who'd been with the first team in a coaching capacity, but it's kind of confirmed that he's going to be staying on in a coaching capacity, but it's still involved in the technical aspect. So young players on loan, um, and the progression of young players from the f- academy to the first team, um. What do you make of that? He feels like he's yielding a lot of power, and I feel like that role um, at other clubs would be maybe two people. But like I said, one's a first team coach, and the others involved with all things um, the young player. So, what do you what do you think of this move? He's always had that role in regards to being like the the linchpin between the academy and the first team. I think that's good because we're going to need the academy a lot. I think because of the lack of funds. Um, and the lack of like owners' investment, I feel like you know the players that you know the the numbers that we need in the squad have to be subsidized by the academy players. The lucky the lucky thing for us is that over this like preseason, there's been a, a few academy players that have impressed. Where you're thinking, okay, you can make the step up to be a squad player. You can make the step up to be a rotation player. So being in charge of that and seeing like, okay, this player, you know, needs to get his chance off. And this player deserves to be on the bench because he's doing well in the 23s or mm. you know, someone gets injured. Who's the player? Like Fletcher, who's the player that we do we that we look to? And, and then also on top of that, like development. It's like yeah. what team does this player need to go to get the best out of his ability so he can come here um, and, 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 and succeed. And I think, yeah, I think that's a really real, real, real important role. And um, as I just said previously, I think there's about three or four players from the academy that I feel should be straight into this team, whether yeah. that's the bench or whether that's starting. I feel like there's three or four players that should be straight into this team. And if you, if you buy, you know, three more players from now on, plus the, the three that we already have, you've almost got yourself a whole new team. Mm. Good point. What academy players, just for the listeners, what officially, what academy players are you So I feel about? like Led should stay. Yeah. Um, like Led 100%, Zidane 100%, Iqbal, he should definitely, definitely be playing. In fact, I'm even, I am even close to say he should be starting. He should start. Yeah, I I'm even close to say that he should start because he's shown me like, I'm not saying he's a world beater, but technically, and he's the way how comfortable he's yeah. on the ball. I feel like he should play, right? He should, mm. he should start. Um, Zidane, sorry, um, Garnacho. Yeah, show me enough on the left hand side that him and Rashford um, should be on the left, and he could be a role player there. Come off the left, and then I, I, I'm, I'm. It's either out of Ahmad, obviously he's not academy, but he is academy, and Hannibal. So either of them two, I feel like one of them should stay. Mm. Hannibal, man, he needs a full season at this level, lad. He, needs, I he to... definitely needs more more games. But yesterday was like the first time in all his first team games where we saw a bit of his skill set. Skill set. We saw that the dribbling. He he had like a few long passes. Um, he saw like a bit more than just like fouling, which I said. Yeah. All right. Cool. He clearly is able to play. He just needs yeah. to be in the environment to play. So whether that's a loan for him and then we keep Ahmad, I'm not opposed to that. Like keep yeah. Ahmad, let Alanga go, sell him or, or loan him, and then get that Sesco yeah, uh, that guy. And I'm happy mm. to have 
um, a forward line of, you know, Ganacho uh, and uh, Rashford on the left. Uh, that's Sesco and Ronaldo up top with Martial somewhere in the wings. And then um, Sancho and Ahmad. I think that's, 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 that's great attacking options. Yeah, like, I can't be seeing Alanga, bro. No, man, he's bad. Sancho injured or not able to play, and the first thing you get is Alanga. Yeah, we can't we can't do that. Yeah. We can't do that. Yeah. So now nah, I'm I'm completely I'm completely with you there. Cool. Um yeah, last thing I want to speak about um apart from listeners' questions is how you're feeling about this right now, based on the squad we have right now. How are you feeling about the season that's coming? Look. Based on the squad that we have right now, we should be able to beat everybody outside of like the top seven. Like outside of the top seven, we should be able to beat everybody. And that's also dependent on if the right players are picked as well. Right? Ericsson should be playing. Right. Mm. Alasia should be playing. Can Dallo and Sancho keep up that connection? Can Rashford step up? Can Marshall be, you know, in the box a bit more if Ronaldo stays? Martinez again. We, so we've got somebody on the left-hand side who's going to be, like, popping the ball. Can maybe Zidane get a, a game in there? I feel like with the team we have an, now, we've got, like, right right now is enough for six. Right now is enough for, for sixth place. And we should be beating every team outside of that especially with now, like, the coaching. Of course, it's going to take a while to be free-flowing, and I'm, I'm I'm assuming by October, November, we'll be way better. But right now, I feel like we should be six. So anything we add on top of that, whether that's, like, attackers or, like, if we add three more players on top of that, we should be definitely battling for, for that top four. It's difficult because everybody's added uh, quality. So it's just a battle of coaching, I think. I think it's a battle of coaching. Yeah, yeah. He, he, Eric has got a tough task and hopefully they at least give him a few more players to just help him better able navigate what's going to be a long season. But I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm still looking forward to it. Um, cool. We'll, let's see what will happen between now and the end of the month. Let's get some listeners' questions in. Um, first question from Chana underscore CJ. From the youth that played yesterday, who do we keep and who do we send on loan? Just answered that. Um <laughs> Another week, another question from ZS underscore London. How are we starting? How are we starting another season without a midfield signing? What do you want us to say, bro? We're, we're as annoyed as you are. Um, I think we will get some. We'll get at least one in before the end of August and the transfer window. But we need at least two. Um, so we will. We will. We will see. But again, it's just poor planning. And I understand De Jong being the linchpin. Um, but it's not just a young we need. And technically, we do have one midfield signing in Ericsson who looks like he's got a lot to give, to be honest with you. 100%. He's got, in terms of the quality of the delivery, like you said, Seb, you're, you're a fan of his. So, yeah, some of the passes that he's played in the games that I've seen him, yeah, he's going to get some stuff cooking, one would hope. Do you think, yeah, quick question. Mm. Do you think, like, this Ericsson... Mm-hmm better than the Pogba we've seen in the, over the last two years? No. How far off do you think that is? Do you think it's a big gap? It's not a chasm, but I would choose Pogba every time based on what I've seen what? and I wouldn't I wouldn't stress myself out over it. I think maybe he's 80% of it, 70-80%. And he should be able to... Nah, I was going to say should be able to stay fit. Um, fingers crossed in that regard. Um Cool. Next question is from It's Just a Burner B. Um, 38 games of Chong, Alanga or James at right wing. Who would you pick? James. That's what he said as well. <laughs> James. James is better than both. That's so fucked, bro. Yeah, he is better than both. <laughs> Why is Chong still here, by the way? Bro, I don't know, man. You know what's so interesting, yeah? It's Chong, yeah? looks like a player until like a player around him then he can't <laughs> everybody's a real a gangster a real gangster steps in the room <laughs> that's literally him bro like he, he looks like he's threatening like he's about to do something but yeah you know, I, I thought he was gonna come and play as a left back i saw some games at, uh, of him at left back on loan before he got injured was it good yeah yeah man he was flying still 
Oh man, why don't they just play him though? He had a good cameo for us at left back in the Europa League as well. Yeah, I, I generally feel like we should sell Tellers and put Chong as like the third left back for the team. Honestly, man, like he's not going to make it at this level as an attacker at all. He's got nothing about him. Nothing. Nothing about him, man. But yeah, I agree. Daniel James all the way. Uh, next one is Slim Popper underscore. Um, seeing the little chances Ahmad got this preseason has reminded me of several youngsters who didn't cut it at United. What young players were you super hyped up for but never made it? James Wilson. Yeah. Um, James Wilson. Paul Pogba never Paul made Pogba. it. Never made it. Lionel Cole. <laughs> Oh, yes, Lardnell. Man, he was a thoroughbred at youth level, man. Um, would you put Ravel in there? Or Ravel, put, him, put up, yeah, kind of semi put him in there. Um, what's that player's name? Gribbon, Gribbon, I wanted to, Gribbon, yeah, Gribbon, yeah, like he was the truth, but you know, is what it life is. happens, man. Life, life happens, and then who else would I say, man? Walking on the slide as well. He was good from every, I didn't yeah. watch much of Walking, but everybody says he was a proper techie player. Yeah, um, good. and if it wasn't for the injuries, yeah, things might have gone differently for him, man. 100%. Yeah, the, 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 the game is cruel in that regard. Yeah, yeah there's a there's a there's a few there's a few of them like yeah that were looking for them to blow and they were like proper hoopers at youth level and it just didn't happen, man. There's no guarantees in this game, man. Also, also, also uh, Nick Powell, even though we bought him to go into ah, the... Ah, yes, yes, Nick Powell. He, games. Yeah, yeah. he was confused, man, when he played against us. I'm, I'm, what I'm happened to him, though? What happened to him? He didn't get the chance, know. did he? Or was he injured? Yeah. I think it was injury or some stuff, but when he played against us, that's the, the match that we signed him. Like, yeah. I think it was in, I can't remember, one of the cups and that. I was like, yeah, this guy is the truth. Um, and yeah, it just didn't work out for him, man. It just didn't happen, which is which is the game, man. Cool. Yeah. Um, next is from David Seller, long-time listener. Shout out, David. When will we stop pretending that VDB has anything serious to offer us? Is it time to cut our losses with him? VDB uh, might be a system player. And he does look like a system player. But <laughs> the, 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 the thing about system players is you need the other pieces for your deficiencies not to be out and show. Um, yeah. So when we've packed that midfield, who knows what he looks like? Because we did You're see... Like, Frankie, yeah? Yeah, like, you know, we did see a comp and he, he looked all right in a comp. But obviously, the general game, I, I just didn't like the way he played. However, if he's like more of a system player... Um, I think he could work. And then also on top of that, I just don't want to be shutting like my nose up on uh, him because he's one of the few midfielders that we have that can at least control a ball. Like, I can play one touch. So as bad as he is, and sometimes he's out of the game, bro, mm. like, what are what are the what are the, the, what are the options, options, bro? What are the other options, right? Um, so yeah, for, for for just for that sake that he can control ball and he can at least play one touch, I'd like give him another year, I'd give him another chance. And just see what happens. Now you're 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 so right, bro. Um cool. Next one is from Sweet Chin Melody. Nice at in all honesty, if this squad is this squad we're about to start the season with better than what we had last year? Question mark. Ericsson equals Pogba roughly. Um and how much does Malaysia and Martinez improve us? I feel like the only thing I'd say is I think it improves us because when Maguire and Shaw came back from that long stint, they destroyed the whole season. Mm. When the man were on the left-hand side, it was pure fire. It was hell. Like, for about four, five, six games in a row, that man was just getting smashed up. Towards the end of the season, Maguire getting smashed up on that left-hand side. So... I don't know. Like, I feel like they might. There's a slight improvement, and the reason why, I, obviously, I asked you that question in regards to Ericsson and Pogba, this mm. version of Pogba is I don't think they're too dissimilar, right? Mm. Just because I don't think Pogba has that physical burst anymore, right? But yeah. what he does have is that great long pass, which Ericsson does have, um, and I think like uh, the things that Pogba would bring to this team right now through the attributes he has, I feel like Ericsson can replicate in, in, in a lesser so 
uh, way. But I think he can replicate everything Pogba can do, other than maybe those little pieces of like magic that come once every like ten games or whatever. Um, mm. But then you have to subsidize that by having more of a team performance. And the the the, the difficult thing is, I know it's like like Pogba's elsewhere or whatever. Is like every time we 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 build up ahead of steam um, mm. in the squad, he'd get injured and the whole season would be derailed. Yeah. Doesn't make no sense for me, man. That that's it. I can understand why the club didn't really like make much of an effort because, like, you're not reliable. We can't build a whole team around you. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate how it's gone, man. He's gotten injured again, hasn't he? Yeah, three months apparently. If he gets it, if he gets the, um, if he gets a um or operations, three to four months or something like that. Oh my word! Yeah, that's so peak, man. Uh, that is so so peak. And the thing is, if Pogba would have stayed, we wouldn't have got another midfielder, and it would have he would have got injured, and mm. we would have we would have been midfield. We would have, we would have gone into the season with McFred. Brother, brother, it's so it's so scary how these things um, play out. Honestly, man. So we are kind of lucky that. Yeah, we. I don't want to say we're lucky we didn't sign him because we don't have enough quality to be turning up our noses at somebody like Paul Pogba. But mm. still, he wouldn't have been around now until like December, and then that's a World Cup. Then comes back in January again, half the season missed, man. Bro. And then if you've got him, do you go for Frankie because you got three hundred bags a week yeah. additional on your on your um, wage bill? You know, yeah. so I so I fully, fully, so I fully, fully hear it. Totally agree. Sick, sick, sick. Cool. Next question is from Vino Monti. Has Fred freed himself from the McFred partnership? Is he a solo act now? If Maguire was non-white, what league would he be playing in? <laughs> Fred freed himself from, from the McFred partnership. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. Even though like he's up and down in regards to performance, I feel like his ups are way more than McTominay's. Mm. Uh, but I think his downs are way, are way, are, are worse than McTominay's. So like, it, but then yeah, just because of the qualities he does bring, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna have to free him from that. And then in regards to Maguire, d- don't know, man. Depends, man. Like Smalling, you know, came from League Two straight to the Prem. Mm. Phil Jones, of course, he was bright, but you know, we've seen what he's been made it to the Prem. Fucking Mings was captain for uh, up until like last week. And I don't think, I think they're all similar levels. So depends on luck. That's a luck, that's a luck factor. Yeah. So you said you ain't slandering the captain, yeah? Nah, fuck him. But I'm just saying like, he's, <laughs> like through luck, he could have made it to the prem. But from like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fair Not enough. Yeah. Next one, last couple of questions is Alexandra Tile. Uh, Eric Ten Hag implied if Frankie De Jong doesn't come, he will mould a player from the current squad to do the job. Who do you think it will be? Zidane. Iqbal, yeah? Yeah, I think it will be Iqbal. And, and I generally want De Jong to come in and Ten Hag to be brave and just play them both, man. Like, that would be my dream. Just That's two new midfielders, bro. Yeah, like, there's two new midfielders uh, that we didn't expect, and like if Zidane had put up, had played this well in preseason for another club outside of the top six, he'd be playing. Like he'd be, yeah. he'd be playing into coming into the season. I look at like the midfielders that like teams like Everton have, like or whatever. Like I look at you know look at Leicester that that Hamza Chowdhury guy that just plays, like you know. He's he's not better than Zidane, but he plays for Leicester. He's a he's a good mainstay. Of course, he's in and out of the team, but I look at it like that, and I'm like, yeah, man. If he's at another club, he plays. So I think he definitely deserves to play with the talent we we already have. Yeah, no, it makes it makes absolutely perfect perfect sense, man. Um, let's finish off another question from Sweet Chin Melody. Is it not crazy that we're about to start the season without a DM, even though we needed three? What curse did Sir Alex Ferguson do to bring Skulls back? Well, yeah, Fergie definitely sacrificed our feature for for he his last. Sacrificed the next thirty, 
For his last yeah. time, he said, you know what, fuck it, man. Yeah. Said, 13, you can win this one title and Manchester United will be a joke for 30 years. Yes, Boyle. Ronaldo's my boy. Ronaldo's my boy. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I think... F- so we, ugh, yeah, Zidane. Yeah, at this point, fuck it. Fuck Frankie. We, give it Zidane, man. Give it Zidane, man. Yeah, let's keep it with the academy look. Um, let's keep it with the academy, man. Save that money, get like, a couple dope attackers, and we go from there, man. I need Bro. DDG out of my team. A Sizap, he is a fucking joke, man. Um, cool. All right, Seb. Um, we got our first game of the season on Saturday against Brighton. Um, that'll be a tough one. Um, like I said at the top of the pod, live show Sunday, 4th of September. Belushi's in London Bridge. Get your tickets. See you there. Um, Peace. Peace out. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Violate my squad might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.